the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Hello and welcome everybody. This is the Hi Kids for Kids Bar Kids. My name is Jacob Gordon and I'm 12 years old. Coming up on Hi Kids today, I'll be talking to Chief Rabbi Dr. Warren Goldstein about the Shabbos Project. I'll also have the riddle to challenge your thinking. And here are the details. If you want to say hi, answer questions, ask questions, anything like that, just SMS 34519 or WhatsApp 0621482374. Or you can call the on-end number 0101403020. Get ready for an interesting show on car kids. Because our guest has to leave really early, we're going to go straight into the interview today. Not as normal, but we'll do it anyway. <laughs> Hello, Jackie Forever. How are you? I'm fine, and you. It's great to be with you. Yeah, um, it's great to see you too. Um, so let's get straight into it, shall we? Yeah, you do such a good job. You doing, uh, uh, you, I can see that you're so comfortable behind the mic and you're managing the show. It's, a, it's an honor to be on your show. Thank you. It's an honor to be with you as well. <laughs> What is the Shabbos Project, firstly? Um, well, you know, this is now, it started in 2013, so it's the fifth year of the Shabbos Project here in South Africa, and it's uh, once a year on Pashad Lech Lecha, where the whole community keeps one Shabbos together. And we celebrate Shabbos, we keep it together, everyone keeps Shabbos, uh, um, and people walk to shul and they put away their cell phones and they don't drive, and uh, really enjoy what what Shabbos has to offer and really get into it and enjoy the, 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 the pleasures of Shabbos and the way of connecting to family and to friends. And to community, and then um, also to celebrate Shabbos, like with the with the Chalabek, which is happening tonight. Uh, there's so many thousands of women coming to that, and um, and and all of the other different aspects of the Shabbos project where we celebrate Shabbos. Okay, so I just heard you mention that it's on Parshat Lech Lecha. Why that Parsha particularly? Uh, it's, it's a good question. Uh, it's a very special Pasha, Pasha Lech Lecha. It's a very good question that you're asking. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, 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 a, it's, um, the Pasha talks about the journey that, uh, that Abraham makes. And, uh, it's challenging us to go on a journey as well. And God promises Abraham that this will be a journey of blessing. He says, you'll be a blessing. And this, this week is a, this Shabbos is a Shabbos of blessing. Our sages teach that Shabbos is called Makor HaBrocha, the source of all blessing in the world. Shabbos brings so much blessing into our lives. So the Pasha talks about blessing. So Shabbos is all about blessing. I happen to quite agree with that, actually. It's just such a nice time for family time and just, you know, taking a break and stepping back from the world and, you know, just looking at what, how you can improve and things like that. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so when did the Shabbos Project, uh, wait, it started in 2013, you said? Yes. And what gave you the idea for it? Um, it's also a very good question. You're asking lots of good questions, uh, Jake. Um, so, um, so do I call you Jake or Jacob? You can call me whatever you feel comfortable with. That's what okay, it's just, everybody. Okay, I'm just checking. So do people normally call you Jake or Jacob? My, some of my teachers call me Jake, but... Most people call me Jacob. Jacob, okay, great. So Jacob, um, the uh, the ideas that I, you know, what I thought about is that it's so important for people to reconnect with Shabbos, and and sometimes we can forget something that we have every week. We can forget how special it is. So we needed to think about how do you make something special. So by choosing one time of year to focus on it, it reminds us how special it is, and and that becomes such a, a powerful opportunity. All right, I uh, yeah, that does sound like a powerful opportunity. Eh? You just focus on one time.
time and then it inspires you to do more. Yes, definitely. Right. So was it totally your idea? Um, no, you know, it, uh, it's an idea that I discussed with my wife. She, she had a lot of good ideas about how to put this all together. And then I've got a team of very brilliant people who, um, who, who helped me. And, uh, you know, I had many conversations with many people and the ideas percolated and became clearer and clearer through all the conversations. Um, but really I want to, you know, thank my wife, Gina. You know, she, she helped a lot. She helped me a lot with this. Well, then here goes. Shout out to Gina. Chief Rabbi Warren Goldstein's wife. Um, where, besides from South Africa, is it situated around the world? Um, it is in 1,357 cities wow. all around the world in 96 countries. Okay, uh, all the continents. Be- yeah, and uh, so you, can you believe that? That's a, that's, that's that's, that's a huge big. number. It's, it's actually even hard to imagine. How do you even imagine the, the names of cities, so many cities? And tomorrow we're putting out an email where we're going to list all the names of all the cities where the Shabbos Project is happening. And it's the most amazing email, so that's coming out tomorrow. Okay, um, just going back a little bit, you said there's a Chalabek. Would you like to give out the details for anyone who just wants to come and hasn't booked ready? Or? Yeah, um, I think, and it's also it's, it's important people can still go online to uh, to book. Uh, there's We're expecting close to a, a crowd of 6,000 women tonight. It's Whoa. going to be, uh, it's huge. I was actually in Cape Town last night for the Cape Town Chalabek. There were 1,500 women who came. It was, uh, it was awesome. It was so beautiful. There was a great a- energy, a great atmosphere there last night in Cape Town. We're expecting uh, a magical evening tonight in, in Johannesburg, please God. Yeah, it's definitely, it sounds like it's going to be here. And it always is, I find, that the, the Big Shabbos itself and the Abdallah concert is always such a cool vibe. Yes, people really enjoy it. So you, uh, you enjoy it as well. I right? love it. It's just like, I mean, I practice Shabbos throughout the year, but this is just the one time where I can really focus on it. Yes. And for me, that's really special. Um, so about the Chalabek. Mm. Is it all over the world as well? Or? Yes, it's all over the world um, in, all, in, in so many of these cities that are mentioned. Um, in fact, uh, there's a really big one happening in Buenos Aires in Argentina for 9,000 women. Um, but, it's, but it's happening all over in Mexico City, in Los Angeles, in Moscow, uh, wherever you care to think, across the world, across Israel, across America – um, you know, people are doing this everywhere, and that—that that is something which is so powerful. When it's a moment of incredible Jewish unity. Um, so, do you organize it every year? Like, do you organize the color bake and everything, or do people help you do that? I've got an amazing team of people. Right. They're an amazing team of people who work so hard and are so dedicated and so brilliant at their job, and and they really take take on most of the responsibility around the world. All of the organizing committees. Organize it themselves. We we only my team only looks after the Johannesburg and the Cape Town and Durban. So the SA ones, but the, the SA ones, but the but the 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 teams overseas, the volunteers. We've got thousands and thousands. We have eight thousand volunteers working on this project all Whoa. around the world. Jeez. Uh, and and uh, those those people around the world are involved, and they make their chalabakes. They uh, they they arrange it, and they go to all the trouble. So so that's it's truly amazing. Free shout out to everyone who helps. <laughs> um, so I just want to know now: um, do you, does do you do it like in cities where there's like less Jewish populations? Like maybe I don't know, like you know those really small cities in like the USA where there's like maybe three or four Jewish families. Do you still do it there? Or does it have to be like a certain amount? No, it can be any. It can be any amount. You know, um got an email a while ago from a woman, Kelly Ray, in Fernley, Nevada. 
which is a, a small town. She lives there with her daughter and a granddaughter, and they thought they were the only Jews in the city to the point where her granddaughter said that uh, she thought that they were the only Jews in the world. And then when the Chalabay came, she put a message on Facebook and she said, are there any other Jews in Fernley? And six other families wrote back to her and said, we're here. And they all made they all made uh, a Shabbos project together and they kept Shabbos together. So there are a lot of those kinds of really beautiful stories that even in small places and certainly in the big places, you know, like Los Angeles and New York and Jerusalem, etc., these places, uh, there's, there, there's so much going on. Right. And what is going to make this year's Shabbos project different or more special? Have you added anything? Yeah, we look. We're looking anything? every year to to add and to and 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 to make new things. Like for example, this year we we had this uh, element of the chesed of the kindness. You know, um, I'm sure you did it at school with the shoe boxes, yeah. the Shabbos shoe boxes. So we, you know, collecting um, uh, toiletries for for poor people to be able to prepare for Shabbos. Um, we've also, what's what's new this year is the dark tish. Um, with the idea of, of after Friday night in all of the key areas uh, for people to go to um, uh, to, to a dark tish where you, you sing in the dark and you, and you hear words of Torah and uh, share beautiful ideas and really get together and sing. So the, I think the dark tish is going to be really amazing and people should find out about the one that's nearest to them in their area uh, and all the details are on the website and in all the advertising that we're putting out and, and then um, – People can also contact their shuls because all the shuls are getting involved in doing things. So you just contact your shul and find out what's going on. And uh, there's, there's still time to, to, to get involved because it's, it's only Thursday. Wow. <laughs> you know, I remember all the Bar Shabbos projects and I just, I, I love it every single year. And even even if nothing changes, I still I found it so meaningful. Yes, so and I just and, want to say thank and, you to you for starting oh, this whole thing. It's, it's a it's a great pleasure. Thank you, thank you for saying that, Jacob. I appreciate it. Um, so, what gave you the idea about to? Because uh, we did do the true boxes, but what gave you that idea? Uh, that was actually my my team came up with that idea. They they thought of it because what we've been looking to do in all of the projects is to do something that cares for people who are less fortunate, and and to try and make a difference to improve the lives of those who. You know, who struggle with things, and so uh, that's the very important mitzvah of of chesed, of loving kindness. Okay, so um, I've just got a question from Kathy Heller. She asked me just before the show to ask you this. Yes. She said, "What what would you say um, is why Jews could, should keep Shabbos? Like, what is the main reason?" Okay, there there are a few reasons. Um, number one, this is a mitzvah that Hashem gave us. You know, and we try to do what uh, what Hashem asks us. That's that's a very important thing. Number two, it's a very important mitzvah because it tells the world that Hashem created this universe. It's part of our testimony to tell the whole world Hashem created the universe. It's also um, gives us an incredible blessing in our lives because it's a chance to really connect parents and children, brothers and sisters, friends, family, community. Without all of the pressure of the work and all the pressure of the week and all the pressure of driving and all the pressure of cell phones and technology and all of these things, it just gives us an opportunity to, to connect with one another and to, um, and, and to spend that time together and also to connect with Hashem and to connect with ourselves, with our neshama, because we get so busy in the week. So it's, it's actually a blessing for, for, for how we live. And then um, also it's about being part of the Jewish people. You know that Shabbos has, has, has accompanied us as the Jewish people throughout our history and has been such an important part of what it means to be a Jew that uh, you know, at all the key moments in Jewish history, Shabbos has been there and has been there for us. It's like our friend. 
and uh, that this incredible gift that Hashem gave us. And so uh, for all of these reasons and many others, this is what uh, makes Shabbos so important. Okay, so there's quite a few reasons there. And then just talking about like stepping back from technology and whatever, you know, we were actually discussing in class and there's apparently, I don't know, I didn't know about it, but apparently one of my classmates found this newspaper article and they said in the article that... um Basically, we should take a day where we off technology and where we spend more time with our family. And this is coming from a psychologist. And then, like, we just thought that it's basically what Shabbos is for us. Yes. It's just a day when we Amazing. can disconnect. I love and that. I'm just, yeah. Okay, so uh, what? No, I, love, I love the fact that you found that article because, you know, I once heard a thing. I'll tell you a very interesting thing, Jacob. I heard a... Um, a statement from Rabbi Mordechai Pinchas Tights of Elizabeth, New Jersey, was one of the great rabbis in America in the 20th century. And he used to say like this, the Torah speaks in the language of tomorrow. So it tells us things which, uh, which, which we only discover later on. So the, like the wisdom of the Torah, sometimes we, we keep on discovering more and more wisdom of the Torah. So here he has, for example, that through the gift of Shabbos, we have every single week something so special as um, being able to step away from technology and being able to connect with one another. And now it turns out that that's the thing that the world needs so much. And I think that's one of the reasons why the Shabbos Project has spread so far and wide is because people desperately need that. And it just shows you how wise the Torah is and what you know, what a gift it is that Hashem gave it to us. Wow, that, that's really special right there. And then what made you choose Shabbos as opposed to any other mitzvah? Why, why didn't you just make a day where... I don't know, everyone checks their mezuzahs or some other really important mitzvah. Yes. Um, well, actually, mezuzahs, we, we did recently. Remember, we did the, oh, yeah. the Generation Sana. We did a, we did a whole thing about um, uh, mezuzahs and, uh, and, and all about that, you know, which, which is a very important mitzvah and a very important mitzvah of the Jewish home. Uh, but Shabbos is such an important part of what it means to be a Jew. You know, it, uh, it is something that goes to the heart and soul of what it means to be a Jew. It's the foundation of Jewish life. And uh, just feel that if as a community we get closer to Shabbos, we will be stronger, we'll be more inspired, we'll be more connected, we'll be more unified. So so Shabbos is just such an important part of, of what uh, Torah is all about. It really is, hey, and I really enjoy every single one. <laughs> Uh, so when you first started with the idea of the Shabbos project and it actually came into action, how long did it take for it to like catch on and you know other cities to start doing it and then eventually splitting globally? Uh, it's a good. It's a very good question, Jacob. You're asking great questions today. Um, so uh, it 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 was in October of 2013. It happened in South Africa, and then straight away after it happened, yeah, because we have uh, Jacob, as I'm sure you know, the you know such a magnificent, beautiful Jewish community, and the community embraced the Shabbos project with such warmth and such enthusiasm and such excitement that people all around the world started hearing about the Shabbos project, and they started getting interested. And I started getting emails soon afterwards from different communities around the world saying, we also want a Shabbos project, and others said, we also want a Shabbos project. And so it went around and around, um, and then what we decided to do was we created a video uh, explaining what happened in South Africa, and we put it out on, the, on, on YouTube, and on the video, it also said, this is what happened in South Africa in 2013. And then in 2014, we're now inviting Jewish communities around the world to join us for this year's Shabbos project. And there was just the most amazing response in that in the first few months after putting out that video, just got emails, hundreds, if not thousands of emails poured in from every part of the world. 
And within a few months, we had partners working in 460 cities straight away in the very first year. And then from there, just grew to 900 cities, to 1,000 cities, now to this year to 1,300 cities. So it's been growing and growing and growing ever since then. Um, and it actually happened very quickly, to be honest. Okay, so it just started with one little thing and then people saw and they picked it up. It started with the South African Jewish community because we're such an amazing community and it's because the community here accepted the project so warmly that it became such a big thing. Right, okay, so thank you for that answer. That's that's really warm, heartwarming. Yes. And then I just want to know, um, how did you manage to get the idea, never mind, sorry, uh, how did you manage to get the idea of the Chalabek? Across to other countries, they just they, they followed what we did. When in the video, we we explained about the chalabek and people saw it, and they because uh, in the video that we put out on YouTube, we explained every aspect of the project. Right. We explained this is what we did, and this is how we did it, and this is why we did it, and, and we explained the chalabek, exactly. we explained the havdalah concert, we explained all the different things, and then people saw the video and decided to to copy it, and they they did everything that we did in the video, and they did all around the world. So, um, what words of motivation would you give to someone who? Has never kept Shabbos before. This is their first year trying. What 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 would you say to them? I would say to them that you're in for the for the biggest treat of your life. If you've never if you've never kept a Shabbos and now you're going to be doing it for the very first time, you're in for such a treat. It's going to be so exciting. You're in for such a wonderful new experience, and uh, and and that you're going to enjoy it, and that it will be a challenge. You know, there'll there'll be some aspects which you'll find a challenge, but realize that if you just put yourself into that experience, you'll actually find that you will love every moment and you will enjoy it, and it's going to be something. It's going to be something truly amazing, and uh, it's always great to try new experiences. Right, it is. Um, it's the first time for everything, eh? Yeah, and and many people who who have even who have kept Shabbos before, um, but you know this, the, they're doing it again for this year's Shabbos project. That everyone enjoys it because they had such a good time the previous time. I've heard about a lot of people who, since the Shabbos project, you know, keep Shabbos every week. Some people who who um, who keep Shabbos once a month. Uh, and, and keep it as part of their lives because they, once they've tasted how beautiful it is, it's so hard to say goodbye to it. Right. Okay. So you just start with the one and slowly you move onwards. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think, like, say there's, well, okay, out of the how many Jews there are in the world, how many do you think would probably keep the Shops Project every year? So what the the newspapers and that have been reporting is, uh, more than a million Jews around the world um, are going to be participating in the Shabbos project in one way or another. So that's a, that's a lot of people in you know 1,357 cities in 96 countries across 10 languages. So it's it's really a lot of people. Right. Okay. That really is quite a lot of people. Wow, a million. Yeah. Do you think that uh, people enjoy the big Shabbos? Yeah, I think to me that's actually one of the, the really special things about it. It's it's about really enjoying, you know, and, and, and the Shabbos project is about having fun. It's about um it's about enjoying what we do. It's about Jewish unity, but not a Jewish unity that is experienced from pain or a crisis or a war in Israel or something like that. It's actually about um, something that we do because we want to do it and because we're happy to do it. And and I think there's such an air of celebration in the in the community. People are happy and excited, and and that is something which is so special and magnificent. All right, that definitely is. But then I noticed that a lot of my friends, you know, they don't 
they seem reluctant to keep Shabbos because, like, you know, they got to take away from video games and all that. So have you ever thought of, like, promoting a thing for kids to make Shabbos more meaningful? You know what I, th- I think the key is um, with kids – <clears throat> and and Jacob, you can tell me if you agree with me, but I think, uh, you know, if friends are doing something together, then it's always so much be- better and so much easier because then you can come to each other's houses, you can play, and you can really really get together and enjoy it. <clears throat> and I actually think that once you start, then you really enjoy it. It like, may sound like for some for some of your friends something which <clears throat> uh, which is which is not so easy to do. But once they start it, they'll find that they, that they love it and they enjoy it. And the key is to find a whole group of friends to do it together, not just one by one by one. And, and you know, and you can explain to your friends, because as you said, you keep Shabbos every week. So you, you know what it is. And, it's, and you can explain it to your friends that it's something, you know, how, how, how joyful it is for you. What do you think is the hardest thing for people not to do on Shabbos? Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's a, a it's a good question. The truth is, I I love Shabbos, and it's the day that I look forward to the most in the week. And uh, it's just such a it's such a wonderful opportunity. You know, a few a few years ago, I had an experience. I was on the phone to a woman from the president's office, and it was a Friday afternoon, and uh, I was waiting for an answer on a particular matter. And she and I she was going to call me later to tell me, and I had to explain to her that look, uh, Shabbos is coming in. I'm going to switch off my cell phone. Until Saturday night, and and if she tries to phone me, and it's an important matter from the president's office, she shouldn't be insulted that that I'm not that my phone is off. Um, and you know, what, and I was worried. What does what does she think? You know, what is she going to say to me? And you know what her answer was? What she said? I'm jealous. That's what she said. She's jealous of the fact that we have this incredible thing called Shabbos. Uh, because it's such, a, it sounds like such a beautiful day. She said she wishes she could turn off her phone for 25 hours and really have uh, time like that. So I think um, it's actually an incredible gift and an incredible opportunity. I agree with that, and I've actually got quite a similar story. Um, a few months ago, I got um, a job to act in the TV series. Really? Well yeah. done. <laughs> well, I don't want to really brag about that, but the point is, is that uh, they wanted me to work on Shabbos. And I said to them, you know, I can't, it's against my religion. And they actually, like, I was expecting that they're going to say, you know, you know what, we'll find someone else who can work when we want them to, you know, that type of thing. And they were actually really nice about it. In fact, they went so much that they actually provided me with kosher food. They they switched everyone's roles around so that I wouldn't have to work on Shabbos. Amazing. And well I done just, to you, Jacob. They that actually is a, said yeah, what did they the, say? the same sort of thing, that they, they just wished that there were other people who would respect their religion as much. Really? Yeah. But that's a, such a credit to you, Jacob, for standing up for what you believe in and standing by your principles. And that's such an important lesson, such a beautiful story to hear from you. Thanks. <laughs> so what have you enjoyed most about organizing the Shabbos Project each year? Um, enjoy the people. There's so many wonderful volunteers here in South Africa, all around the world. I enjoy working with our shuls and the schools. I love, I, you know, around the Shabbos project time, I go visit all the schools and talk to and talk to the kids about the project. I love doing that. The children are so excited and enthusiastic and really into it. Um, uh, you know, it's 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 beautiful. The whole the whole experience is is something which is so beautiful because I love seeing people excited and happy and involved and getting and getting engaged and and really caring about it. Uh, and and seeing the sense of joy in the community. Yeah, I, I love it every week, as I say. And then, what what is your most exciting moment? What when you were organising when it's been um, released into the world? What what was your most exciting moment? 
Um, that's a good question. You know, it was in in the in the year that we put that YouTube video out and we and we invited the whole world. I couldn't believe that so many people were were, were interested in getting involved and how the whole thing sprung up in a, in a matter of a few months. But the other thing, one of the most exciting moments was the very first year in in South Africa when the community responded. No one knew how the community was going to respond, and yet. Uh, it responded uh, in, in such a magnificent and beautiful way, and that that was exciting. The whole journey has been the most exciting journey, and I feel uh, privileged to have been on it. Um, what um, made you come up with the idea of the color bag to get women together specifically? I think it's a, it's an important question. You know, um, I think that that the, the women of our community are important leaders. They lead their families. They lead our community. They have such an important role to play. So I just felt that it's important to start the Shabbos project with the, with the leadership of women because women can change the world and women can make the world into a better place. And you see that women have the mitzvah of lighting candles on Friday night because women have the power to bring light into the world. And uh, and I feel like that that uh, that message that we leading from the front with the women of our community is such an important message, and that's what makes the Chalabak so important. Okay, so that women can bring light into the world, and they're important too. Yes, not only important too, they are they are leaders. They are leaders. Hashem gives them leadership responsibilities to make a difference in the world and to change their families and to lead their families and to lead the community. And the more the stronger we have the women leading our community, the better off we're going to be. Right. Okay. So definitely, that's very true. Actually, when I've never thought of it that way, but it is quite true. Um, was there any time when you thought that the project wasn't going to work before you put it out? Uh, yeah, there were times that I was, you know, really thought, is it going to work? How many people are going to respond? But I remember having a discussion with my wife and we said to each other, you know, if just a, a hand, 10 people get involved and do the project, it'll be worth all the effort. So if 10 people can experience one Shabbos, that is something which is special and magnificent also. Um, well, I've heard that Shabbos is so important. I mean, I learned this in Parsha, but when we were learning about Shabbos, but I'm not sure if it was a midrash or, I don't know, maybe a commentary. I heard that Shabbos is so important that if all the Jews in the world were to keep one Shabbos, like what you're doing, that Mashiach would come. Yes, there is a Gomorrah that says that. Um, and that's the amazing thing because Shabbos has the power to redeem the world and to change the world and to bring the final redemption and to bring the Mashiach because it's such a powerful, magnificent, uplifting mitzvah. Okay. And spiritually powerful mitzvah. Um, are you constantly planning to try expand the Shabbos project? Well, you know what? At the end of the day, um, what we're looking to do as well is to deepen it, not only to expand it, but that people should get more involved, that uh, people should be more connected to it, that people should uh, take it with them throughout the year and continue with it throughout the year. These are all things which, uh, which, which are so important. It's not only about adding new cities. It's also about getting more people involved and um, and getting and more people uh, becoming connected to to Shabbos and making it a part of their lives on a regular basis. All right. Um. What have you had any other heartwarming stories besides from that one about the family that thought they were only Jews in the world? Yes. Um. Yeah. There there there, there there's so many beautiful stories that that have come in um, from all parts of the world. Uh, there was one uh, last year. Got an email from Faisal Benkelt, who lives in Karachi in Pakistan. Uh, probably the only Jew in Pakistan 
one of the only Jews, and he said he's joining the, the Shabbos project. And I, and I phoned him. I was so amazed. I phoned him and I asked him, how, where did you hear about the project? And he said he heard about it on Twitter. And so it just it was very heartwarming to hear that there's a Jew, maybe the only Jew in Pakistan, who feels connected to the project and really wants to do it. And, and that makes you realize what a gift we have in that we live in the most beautiful community, that we are surrounded on all sides by people who love us and care for us. And as a community, we, we do things together and we have numbers and we have uh, shuls and schools and a whole Jewish life here, which is so important and makes up uh, such an important part of who we are. And that's a blessing to live in a vibrant Jewish community in a beautiful Jewish community like South Africa. It really is quite a blessing here. And then I'm just wondering, um, say there's a person who's converting to Judaism. And they're sort of in the middle, but they still want to keep the mitzvot and they, they want to do the Shabbos project. Would you encourage it? You know, uh, uh, we have a number of people who are in the conversion program. And uh, as as part of that conversion program, they, they start to learn how to do the mitzvahs, including the mitzvah of Shabbos. And that's an important part of their preparation for, for conversion. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they speak to the conversion department at the Beth Din. And the, and the Beth Din then encourages them and helps them with that. And, you know, so that, uh, that, that, that becomes a very important part of their development and growth in this area. Okay, so uh, how do you feel about the whole success that this project has brought? I feel very grateful. You know, it's um, I'm I'm grateful to Hashem that He has blessed the project. I'm grateful to the incredible team of people that I have got the most incredible team of um, of uh, people working on the project who are making a difference for the project and um, I'm grateful to all the volunteers around the world who've made the project what it is I'm grateful to the South African Jewish community for being such an amazing amazing Jewish community that embraced the project so warmly and did it with such enthusiasm that it, in, it led it to, to spread around the world Okay, so I think we've got two more questions on the WhatsApp line um, and then you can be off if you would like to um, so one question, uh, unnamed is who is funding this project? Um, so there are, uh, very kind, uh, donors, people who, who, who help and, and, uh, and really care about it and really want to make a difference. People, you know, who, who, who care and want to see the Jewish community thrive and want to see Shabbos come out and, uh, you know, people who care and make a difference. Right. Okay. So thank you for sending in that message and thank you for that wonderful answer. And then uh, please ask how many laws one must not transgress, the Malachas. Regards, Paul Fisher. Okay. Wonderful um, question. Yeah, it's a wonderful question. What we've put out, I want to encourage people to look out for it. It came out in this week's Jewish report, and it was also distributed through uh, through some of the schools. We have a book that's called the Shabbat Map, and in this book, the Shabbat Map, it's a little booklet. Um, you can find out everything you need to know about how to keep Shabbos. Uh, and I, I'd encourage people to go onto the website. You can download it and print it out, or you can get a copy in the Jewish Report, um, uh, or, or contact my office uh, because uh, it, it's a book which really shows you how to keep the whole of Shabbos. And I think it's something which is uh, which is which is so special and will help people in their preparation for how to keep Shabbos. Okay, so thank you for those answers and. Um Thank you for coming in. Thank you, Jacob. It's been great to be with you. Well done. Okay. Uh, you're doing brilliantly here, and Thank I've you. really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you. I just have one more personal question, if you don't mind. It's up to you. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so uh, my favorite sport is horse riding. Yes. And a lot of the shows are on Shabbos. Yes. So is it really milk to ride a horse? 
Uh, yes, I'm sorry. I'm afraid. I'm afraid it is. Um, it's uh, it's the same as what you know. You took that that beautiful stand you took with with your acting, uh, and and you know, and it's the same thing. You need to you know try and find a way to do it on a Sunday or find other ways to do it. Um, it is. Uh, um, but you know what, what? What's so special is the things that um, that we don't do on Shabbos actually free us to do all the wonderful things that we do, and that's what makes it such an incredible and special gift from Hashem. Okay, thank you, Rabbi, for coming in. Let's thank you, Jacob. All the best. God bless you, and good Shabbos to you and to your family and to all of our listeners. Good Shabbos to you too.